What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the last episode of 2020 for the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And I'm going to throw everyone uh, for a loop here when I say this has been an amazing year, um, you know, in terms of growth of the podcast, in terms of growth of ourselves. And of course, there was a million things we can't control. And a lot of people see this as a really tough year and, you know, a really year full of hardships. And that it definitely was. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely going to say that. But I think we've had some incredible lessons along the way. And we really got to see our resilience, see our ability to adapt. And it really did help me, um, you know, learn some things. And that's why myself and Kyle put our head together to come up with 20 big things we really learned from 2020 and what an interesting year it was um you know we had a feeling it would something would kind of pop up and here we are it got a little crazy but um once again you got to take it for what it is we can't change it it is what it is and I like to see these opportunities as lessons anything to add there yeah every single time something happens you know there's been so many crazy things and I always try to think even if I get you know mad for a day or upset for a day then I think okay you know what I'm actually glad that happened because it was a good lesson learned. So, you know, uh, once again, everything uh, happens for a reason and we're firm believers of that. And we're also firm believers that things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. But with that being said, we're going to go over the first 10 health and fitness things that we learned and then uh, top 10 mindset and growth related things. So you're going to, you know, grab a coffee, get ready, you know, listen to this twice over, take some notes because these tips are going to be absolutely huge. Yeah. And I just want to add in quickly here, you know, I'm listening to a pod, uh, an audiobook rather called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shelty or something. I probably butchered that. Um, but in the book, one of the things he said was, um, I forget what he was telling a story, but basically someone was saying that something bad happened. You know, it's like, oh no, we got fired from our job. What happened? Like, this is horrible. And then the mentor, the other guy would say, good thing or bad thing, we don't know, time will tell. And he just kept saying that about every horrible thing that happened worse and worse. And, you know, you really don't know if something's good or bad and you can always use bad things to be lessons and um, things to kind of grow on to. So as we push into 2021, you know, it is really important, especially today to take some time to think back, maybe make a list of your own things. We'd love for you to share with us. You can hit us up on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Um, you know, really curious to see what everyone's heads at, what you've learned, what you think, and what do you think of our 20. But without further ado, Kyle's going to jump into number one. Number one. So uh, honestly, the biggest thing I learned, especially through COVID, is just that your health is always going to be number one, especially Especially as I was kind of learning different ways to, you know, stay safe from COVID and just everyone, you know, be able to be at their best self. Every time I kept going back to movement, water, good sleep, um, you know, uh, great nutrition, overall health. And I just, I think this is the biggest year that we all realize we need to be at the top shape um, and our peak levels of health. And, you know, health goes into so many different brackets. It's just the way you feel, um, the, just the way, the way that you move, like every part of health is just so important. And I just, I, I, I realized it this year. I've always known that it's important, but this year as I kept brainstorming, I'm like, man, we all need to be healthy to be able to get through this. And that's the one thing that I really, really learned. Once again, I've always known it, but it just kind of really got brought up as a big trend this year. Yeah, I think you absolutely nailed it there. Um, once again, yeah, you know, despite all these crazy times, it's just so important that you are taking care of yourself. And 
especially now that a lot of people are letting themselves go, you know, just kind of sleeping in, watching TV, not exercising, you know, looking for, you know, a lot of reasons to not exercise. Like, oh, the gyms are closed. What can I do? But, you know, that really brings us into just taking control of your health. You know, there's always something you can do, whether it's a workout at home, going for a walk, going for a run, stretching, you know, breathing, taking care of your health is so important. And obviously everyone listening to this podcast is way ahead of it. Um, But even if you want to share this episode with someone that doesn't perhaps listen to fitness and health podcasts, if you think they'd like it, that would mean a lot. And that brings us into number two, which is walking is amazing. You know, just walking in general, is such a great thing especially now that it's locked down or not locked down you know it's off and on and just in general I've always said you know when I'm not feeling energetic I go on a walk it wakes me up it gets the endorphins going Um, walking is a fantastic time to be outside to be in nature to have the sun on your skin see fresh air you can use that time to think in silence you can use that time to listen to an audiobook just listen music it's just really great to have that time to yourself and don't underestimate the power of walking yeah this is something that I just I used to kind of believe leave was you know not overrated but it just it wasn't in my habit um base but once covid started and you know i just started doing less personal training stuff i just i made it a daily thing and you know we have a new year challenge coming up which is really awesome and and one of the prerequisites is going to be a minimum 10 minute walk every single day um which we just firmly firmly believe is one of the most important things for everybody's overall health and fitness and just uh you know even mental health as well so yeah it's amazing (laughs) And uh, that brings us into number three, which is challenges are super important. So we did uh, this past year, it it feels like it was honestly a year ago, but we did a 60 day shred where Josh and myself, you know, um, for 60 days, we had every one of our clients and we, we opened it up to a number of other people, but the community that was built, the Facebook group, we had the weekly challenges, the weekly group calls. It was just, it was honestly incredible. And I just really encourage every person to find ways, uh, you know, to challenge themselves. And that's one thing that we, you know, we've never done a challenge for open for, you know, every, everybody. Um, we, We've done one kind of in the past a couple of years ago called Summer Flex, but this was our first legit big challenge, which was absolutely incredible. And they're so important um, to really just get you motivated. And, and we don't do it just for everybody else. We do it for ourselves too, kind of being a bit, uh, um, you know, catch, catching me on the guilty side there. But yeah, they're so important. I really recommend them and, uh, you know, try one out in 2021. Yeah, they say pressure makes a diamond and that's challenges for you. You know, you have that tangible time, you have that set of guidelines and it's really fun to sink your teeth into something. So definitely find a way to challenge yourself in one way or another. And number four for me is consistent bed and wake up times are just key. There's something I've always believed, but it got harder and harder, obviously, with COVID. You know, it's like, oh, do I need to be waking up as early? But keeping that consistent bedtime has me feeling the best. Um, you know, the problem with sleeping in is then you want to stay up late, then you want to sleep in more, and it's just a very vicious cycle. But by regulating that sleep pattern, you're actually going to see the best results. And it's actually being shown that your body produces the most growth hormone typically between 10 p.m. and 12 a.m. So if you're not asleep during those hours, you're missing out on precious time because GH is very important to human function, um, you know, to muscular development, to energy, to all of these incredible things. So Having that consistent time, getting to bed early is just the best feeling because sleep is so important. We're even seeing this in the corporate world. You know, there's a whole movement to regain sleep. And, you know, before it used to be, I only sleep two hours, so I'm better than you. But now more and more people are realizing the power of sleep. You need to let the body rest. Yeah. And even myself, I used to be okay at it. You know, a couple of years ago, I was like the worst, um, you know, four hours of sleep, just like 3 a.m. bedtime, 6 a.m. wake up time. It was just brutal, but I really dialed it in. And I actually like for the first year ever this year, you know, because I was just um, being able to sleep in a bit more, like 
just set that bedtime ritual no matter what my eyes are closed by 10 30 and i'm up by seven uh, by 5 30 and it's just that alone this year by setting that habit um i just learned the power of how amazing it feels and you know it's just it, it felt really really good and that's one thing i learned because i never i never used to have a bedtime i i would always you know one day i'd do a 7 a.m wake up then a 5 30 then a then a 7 30 and just by being being consistent your body loves it and even my body starts to wake up um, by 5 30 every day which is awesome so you know just really think about it It doesn't have to be that early you can do 7 a.m wake up you can do whatever but just keep it consistent um, and you will get some great results uh, and feel really good Um, so number five is just that focusing, um, focus on managing stress rather than getting rid of it. And I heard this the other day and I thought this was so incredible that a lot of people are, are trying to constantly just get rid of it, but there's always going to be stress. There's always going to be things, uh, pulling us in different directions and just, you know, causing our, uh, our stress to get elevated. So instead of just trying to constantly get rid of it, because that's not going to necessarily happen, we just need to find different ways to manage it. And I think this was the year that I actually just fully got control of my, my stress, um, my different ways that I would manage stress, such as the meditation, the journaling, the walking, the um, the deep breathing, the uh, cold showers, just everything that I do. Um, that's the one thing I learned this year is just that, you know, we got to focus on managing it and finding different ways to just, you know, take deep breaths and to just, you know, uh, manage it rather than get rid of it. Um, so that's one thing I learned this year and it really helped me out. Yeah, incredibly well said, you know, especially when there is so much stress going on. Uh, so that is an awesome one. Number six is your body when it has junk, it's going to want more junk, you know, and that goes with anything Uh, in general, you know, it's so tough more and more everything is competing for our attention, TV, social media, you know, people, work anything and everything food you know it's just so tough and we're so used to being constantly stimulated but the more stimulus we want the more we continue to want it and that's why it's so important to have those practices where you're doing things like going on walks meditating breathing and slowing down and in general this goes for everything you know when you make it a habit of watching 10 hours of tv a day that's going to be normalized and you're going to keep doing that right and same with sugar when you eat more and more sugar especially over the holidays which i'm sure a lot of people did you're just really going to want it you're going to want to keep craving it and when you start to take these things away you'll notice your body stops wanting them as much and you'll start to feel refreshed you know we don't necessarily love the term detox um that is one way to think of it right you know kind of taking away some of that over stimulus to your body and really trying to find a better more reasonable amount um to really just be consistent with and you know the same goes for good habits your body when you start to exercise you crave more exercise you want to keep going when you do things that make you feel great your body is going to want to continue to feel great so you can use this either to help you or to hurt you yeah, and like we're huge fans, as you know, of flexible dieting and fitting different things in the 80-20 principle, 80% whole foods, 20% unhealthy or fun foods, um, I guess you could say. But, you know, just something you have to realize, and I kind of learned it this year as well, is when we did that, um, you know, 60-day shred challenge, uh, basically, you know, we got rid of all sweets, we got rid of alcohol and stuff, and, you know, it felt great. Like, you, you just kind of get used to it, but then when you start introducing it in, you kind of just want more and more of it. So, you know, use it how you want. Um, we actually have, once again, that 30-day challenge challenge uh, taking place. It's actually going to start tomorrow, which is going to be huge. And we're doing no alcohol and uh, no, um, no sweets. So it's going to be really fun. And, you know, once again, after a couple of days, you're like, oh, cool, I can get used to it. You know, you get and then, you know, it's just it's going to be a fun challenge. But that's the one thing I learned this way. I mean, this year. And then number seven would be, you know, I learned I'm a coffee addict and I feel no ways. Um, we did a, a week of absolutely no caffeine, which was pretty killer. You know, we talked about it a, a while ago, um, but, you know, I, I it's it was a really tough week. And, you know, I, I, I kind of learned I could survive without it. But once again, I feel no ways. I love it. I think it's a great um, 
a great tool to help me get fired up for these podcasts and just, you know, once again, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't feel super concerned, um, but I did learn that this year. Um, I've always kind of known it, but this year, especially after taking that week off and, and having, you know, at least two coffees every day, um, I definitely learned that, you know, just, just a random thing. Yeah, it was a tough one for sure uh, that week. And I like coffee. There's a lot of amazing benefits to coffee. We just always think it's so worth challenging um, the things you normalize, right? You know, at a certain point, if you can't get rid of something, it's an addiction. Um, and yeah, you know, coffee that week kind of showed me, eh, I actually feel better with it. But I think it's good to challenge it because some people take a week off coffee and they never go back. They feel better. And that's why it's different for everyone. You really need to see what makes you feel the best and kind of go from there. And then Kyle put this one in, which is kind of fun because I'm in the same one. And it said diet drinks in general aren't worth it. You know, one of the early early stages of fitness a lot of people will do and one of the best things you can do is cutting out actual pops and juices from your diet because a lot of it you know you hear the term empty sugar all the time but it literally is just sugar water you're going to crave more of it it's so many calories it's empty calories just unnecessary because water itself tastes so much better when you stop drinking so many other you know amazing sugary drinks right like water itself is great coffee's great tea's great there's so many incredible things out there you really can just easily cut out that sugar and see incredible changes in your physique because of it. A lot of people will save three to 500 calories a day just from making that substitution. And where a lot of people go is you substitute to diet drinks. And once again, I don't think anything inherently is wrong with them. I just personally know I don't feel the best when I have them. Um, you know, once again, it just really promotes me needing to reach for something all the time to kind of normalize it more. And I found that they give me quite a headache for whatever reason. And ever since stopping, I felt so much better. So very rarely do I have one. I got one when we went snowboarding and I like to use it more of a treat instead of like ah here's a regular thing i'll have once a day yeah and it's like these small things that add up where you realize like they kind of take control of you even you know about two weeks ago or so i was i told josh okay i'm breaking my addiction and um you know and then i didn't break it but then the next this past day you got a diet coke the next day i got it i was like oh it's monday but um this past week i like i've made a it's not a new year's resolution because i started doing it before i was like no i'm just i don't need it it doesn't it doesn't add any value. It's just one of those things that it's like, oh, you know, it, it's, you know, tastes kind of good, but I don't need it. So um, for this past week, I've completely cut it out. But, you know, the more I, I learn about it and think about it, I realize that even some studies show that it does it does cause you to crave other sweeter, crappier foods that just aren't the greatest for you. Um, so at the end of the day, you could be having a Diet Coke, which um, you know is, is supposed to save you calories and supposed to fill you up and do all this stuff, but then you end up craving more um, you know, unhealthier, higher calorie, sweeter foods and stuff. So it kind of almost defeats the purpose. And I used to cut and, and, and shred, um, shred some body fat and use like many Diet Cokes. Like, and in the past, you just it doesn't feel good. So I just kind of learned that this year I've always known it but I'm like you know what enough is enough I just don't need in my life drink some water and uh, one pat thing I'd like to talk about past that is um a lot of times people actually believe, um, you know, I really want to encourage you to start drinking water and not need something that is super tasty. Like get used to just enjoying water without having to add something. I think a lot of times people are so used to things being, you know, uh, just adding flavor and stuff and here and there is cool. But I even learned this past year, I was like, you know what, stop trying to add all this sparkling stuff, which is great. I love it um, here and there, but stop adding lemons, stop adding limes. Like it's, it's cool and all, but like when you, when you depend on it and you can only drink water when it tastes good, um, I think that's a pretty bad habit for, uh, for a lot of people. So I just, I encourage you to try without it and just start to enjoy water 
for what it is, and uh, you'll you'll be able to save a lot of calories and feel really good. Team water. Team water, baby. Um, um, and, and number nine is just, I, I truly believe online coaching saves lives. Um, so basically, you know, this year was the year that I've pretty much fully cut out personal training. And, uh, you know, being completely honest, I've, I've always kind of struggled with it because um, in, in my opinion, with personal training, sometimes it's very hard to help people. You know, you're there for the workouts, you push them, you charge, you know, 60 to $100 an hour, whatever it is, and then they end up not doing anything afterwards. And I'm just, you know, reflecting on this past year and seeing that Josh and myself have now helped over a thousand people. I'm just so passionate about what we do and it's just especially this year fully taking it you know by its reins and just doing completely full online coaching is just the one thing I learned is just that it's so amazing how um, incredible how, how many people we can help just online um, versus in person and any personal trainers will totally relate when someone's not tracking their macros not you know doing anything nutrition related but you put them through a workout that almost feels kind of pointless like at a certain point just online coaching we can charge a fraction of the price and we can help uh just with so many different habits and it's just it saves lives and i learned that more and more this year i've helped a lot of people in the past but this year was the year that we just we helped so many people yeah and you know that is one example of something good that kind of came out of this craziness is the world is advancing so much um you know from its kind of old dinosaur practices you know like schooling is advancing a lot of things are becoming more remote more accessible and more available for everyone and online coaching in general originally when we started like six years ago um there was hard to communicate what it was now it's like okay yeah that's a good alternative to pt that's something i can have in my arsenal and it's good to see that that's being accepted more and more because it is just so much more affordable and effective as someone who has done both i will highly advocate it for every everyone and that's why for number 10 you know it's just so important to have someone accountable to your goals even if you feel like you got everything down or you're doing great having someone to push you and say hey are you getting this done is just so valuable and someone who cares for you and who wants you to see you you yourself get the best results ever you know in terms of your fitness your nutrition your consistency to help you through tough situations to make rational choices not emotional choices these are keys you need and if you want to get started we have an amazing sale um, a new year sale this is the last day to take advantage of it reach out to us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t saying new year sale and if you want 2021 to be your best year ever this is your chance to reach out and get started for up to 50% off. Um, we just need some background information. We'll have a chat, see if you're perfect for this program. But we want to help some people level up, go to the next level, see amazing change and have that level of accountability. And for everyone else, you know, even if it's telling some of your goals, having an accountability partner, having someone to push you, it's just so valuable having someone on your side who wants to see you succeed. Yeah. And once again, this, uh, you know, New Year challenge starts tomorrow. Um, and you know, we, we, it, we are only opening it for online coaching clients. We just, we have a lot going on and we all, we want to make sure that everybody gets true results within the next 30 days. And, you know, it's enough time to build a habit as well. So, you know, if you are looking to take this next year and build some great habits, uh, we have a lot of cool things. We have up to, you know, 500 to $1,000 worth of prizes, which is awesome. So send us that DM new year sale. We'll have a conversation, see if you're the right fit. And we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. And I'm going to jump into number one for mindset and growth. 
Um, so the first 10 were very health and fitness centered. Um, now we're going to kind of switch it up just a little bit to mindset and growth. Um, and the first is you need to be adaptable. Um, I think this one goes without saying, but this here shows you that, you know, you got to roll with the punches. You know, they always say like life is like water. You have to be adaptable, go over surfaces, make changes. Um, and, you know, once again, things got locked up, gyms got closed. You know, it's like, hey, do I have a mechanism of support? And it was so great to see all of my clients continue not only to survive, but to thrive during this time. You know, we switched them over to home workouts. We improved intensity. You know, we would adjust eating accordingly and people continue to see incredible results. So you need to ask yourself, you know, do you have resiliency and resolve in times of, you know, tough times? Because they will come. We've talked about it before. Loss happens, tragedy happens, obstacles happen, barriers happen, your situation of work or time management will change. You really need to learn to be adaptable and most importantly, make it part of your life. You know, make this something you do consistently, um, not something that you kind of do only when it's convenient because if that's the case, it's never going to get done. Awesome. Yeah, I don't have anything to add that was super well said. I mean, I guess even you and I were able to adapt pretty well, which was awesome. We had everything in place to... uh you know, help and service as many people as possible. So we're pretty fortunate there as well. Um, number two, this is uh, something I wanted to talk about, just facing your fears. And I've talked about this in a recent podcast. You know, I got to go snowboarding this past year, which was awesome. Four years ago when I first went, I had, uh, you know, hit my head. I got amnesia and um, I was scared. I was I was concerned about going. I didn't want to do it. And this year I was like, you know what? This is the only COVID related thing I can do. Um, let me buy a snowboard or not. I didn't buy a snowboard. I bought everything else. Um, I bought a season's pass. I got lessons. I went a couple times and then it locked down. So, um, I was happy. I went though. I went three days in a row and my body was killing, but, um, you know, I faced my fears and it feels good when things open back up, I'm going to go back again. And there's always going to be something on the back of our head, whether it's because we've been hurt because we've been in a tragedy or, um, even just simply, we are just worried about what other people will think. Um, you know, fear of criticism. There's so many different reasons why we may not do something, say something or try something. So I really encourage you, especially this next year, um, to, to, to give something a shot just something different go out you know um, talk to different people you know uh, just whatever it is face that fear that's been holding you back and it feels incredible and that's something that I learned to do this past year and it feels really good yeah it's something I've always loved to do I love to challenge myself you know it feels good to be bad at something to learn something you know it's just really stimulating and even uh, snowboarding is such a fun one because I've always loved it because you're literally outside for so long that's not something a lot of people do anymore um and it's very hard to get on your phone to listen to music like it's just very much just you you're just chilling talking on the lift up with your buddies looking around challenging yourself physically you're getting you're like working taking a break it's just a really fun structure and there's just something silly and really enjoyable about going down that hill and falling and learning to enjoy falling and i know those are little things i'm adding on but those are things i definitely believe so you know even now that you're limited in what you can do try and find something that keeps you stimulated and you know that really nourishes you if that makes sense and number three is just to learn to invest um, and I'm not talking about investing in stocks or bonds or real estate or anything like that but to invest in what's going to help move you forward um, it's different for everyone um, for instance you know you could have a really bad phone that's preventing you from 
doing something or you haven't had a computer so you can't apply to jobs or maybe you haven't made any investment in your health and fitness it's very important you learn to invest in the right things for us you know obviously with our business it was learning to hire people to build a team to really bring up our personal resources even Kyle had a really bad computer bad phone he leveled up those and it was just amazing the change it made and for you it could be investing in a coach so you finally see this change you know if you're someone who said you're going to see change over and over but you haven't seen the change you wanted to it's why it's so important to say you know what I'm going to spend some money in myself um, because it's just amazing to me how much money people will spend on crazy things you know like going out to the bar or you know a really nice subscription or a fancy bag or clothing meals um, even dinners and stuff dinner right? yeah 100 200 dollar dinners out but won't spend you know a fraction of that on their health and fitness whether it to be have a coach or and a gym membership or oh i wish i could spend this but i have a wedding coming up you know it's just something that kind of blows my mind and it, it definitely makes me sad that people will spend money on pretty much anything and everything but themselves so make sure to spend some money to take care of yourself even little things like make sure your teeth are good make sure your general health is good see a doctor these are things that are so important because you only got one body and you need to take care of it i know this is mindset and growth but it goes into fitness as well yeah and you know even past what josh was saying this this past year we learned a lot about you know just hiring to save to save you time like if you can save let's say five hours a week and spend that with your family or kids and you know invest uh, only a fraction of um you know just it's just incredible what you can be what you're able to do and and how much extra time you're going to have when you when you invest in the right stuff you know we never had uh we we had never had any staff on our team until this past year we have four or five you know part-time staff helping us with filming graphics um assistant coach and all that stuff and it's just once again it's kind of like a bit scary and you're like oh i don't want to i can do everything myself i can you know write my own workout programs i can do everything but when you actually get the feeling of you know um, investing in the right stuff and saving you know at least to investing to save time that's the biggest asset that we have it's incredible and i really encourage you even if you know it's it's hard for you to afford things um i guarantee you you're gonna be a lot happier when you when you do have a bit more time on your hands um so that kind of brings us and then sorry quickly to add you need to know what are you great at what are your talents you know and perhaps there's things you're not great at and you're going to do a lot better by paying to focus on those talents and this is typically the rhetoric you hear in business but it is worth saying you know can i spend money sometimes or can I use money to you know once again get some of my life back whether you're someone who's so busy and can't clean the house or you know I love the example even of if you want more time you could buy pre-cut vegetables you know if you're someone who won't eat vegetables because you're so busy you don't have time to make them you know I've had people that are really busy top-notch lawyers who have no time but and they don't eat healthy because they grab what's quick and I said hey it's going to cost a little bit more money, but invest in uh, a meal prep service. And I saw a really good tweet, and it said, how to find time to achieve your weight loss goals. And some examples of that are getting groceries delivered, um, do bulk meal prep, you know, learn how to use a slow cooker, train at home, buy frozen veggies, buy pre-chopped veggies, you know, order from a meal prep delivery service. And then the last one they had on their list, which I love, was assess your Netflix habits. Um, but case in point, you know, if you can make investments, that's great. Or even you could do time trading. You know, maybe you love cleaning. To you, it's relaxing it's calming um whatever it may be but you hate yard work you know and like let's say kyle's my neighbor and he loves being out there shirtless soaking up the sun riding along around on the lawnmower you can make a change and that's a little bit unrealistic i doubt you're gonna have your neighbor come in and clean your house but learn where your talents are and maybe you can get help from other people and don't be afraid to ask for help um, so investment doesn't need to be just you paying money. It could be a time trade. It could be a trade of service, anything like that. Um, it's just something to think about. 
Yeah, super well said. And um, yeah, I totally agree. Number four, making your goals public pays off. And I learned that this year because there was a few things that, you know, I needed a challenge. I need, I needed a push. So um, every time I set a goal, uh, which was like, you know, squatting 475 pounds or running a half marathon at a certain time, I kept making it public because uh, I just knew that when other people see it and when I'm being not only held accountable to myself, but a group of people such as our clients, such as our followers and everything like that, I've got to put in the work. I have to accomplish it. Even if I fail, I can at least, uh, you know, I can say I've done everything I can. And uh, I think it's huge. I think a lot of times people are um, scared to say that because then it becomes that much more real. That's why consistently within our coaching clients, we have them set a, a, a weekly goal. We get them to post every Monday for announce it Monday, their weekly goal. They're not only held accountable to us, but also our other coaches as well as uh, our whole community. And I just want to really encourage you when you do have a goal, whether you tell your family member, whether you make a post about it, it becomes so much more real. And I did that, you know, two or three times this year. Um, and it pays off every single time because it, it gets done no matter what yeah you absolutely nailed it there um nothing to add number five is don't take anything for granted you know this has showed me more and more some of the little things i've loved you know like going out to a movie or you know meeting friends uh for dinner or something like that or you know going to a sporting event like it just it's amazing i mean even going into a store maskless and not thinking about it you know it's just um well where we're at anyhow you know that's not a reality and it's just crazy like the little things you miss, you know, even I was thinking it's so hard to like eat or drink something in public, like to walk around with the coffee, you yeah. know, it's, it's just so interesting. You know, it shows you how you can really appreciate the littlest, smallest things. And, you know, even, um, in my book that I was talking about that think like a monk, you know, one of his principles was, um, you know, they would have a task where they'd go on their daily walk, um, wherever they were at and whatever that thing's called. And one of the tasks was to find a unique rock for the day. You know, and he said he thought it was so dumb. He's like, what the heck? They've been doing flowers. Flowers are more beautiful. And then eventually he's like, he found a really cool rock. It was interesting to him. And he really was just intentional to look at that rock and appreciate it for a minute. And as silly as it sounds, you know, you can really start to realize unique, interesting, fun little things in your day-to-day -day practices. He even spoke about, you know, how brushing your teeth could be a sort of a meditation. You know, you can be very intentional thinking of each tooth, really cleaning each tooth, being really present in that thought. Um, and it just, it shows you an opportunity to not take anything for granted. And as bad as things may be right now, they could always be worse. It could be better. Yes. But it does show you that all the little things you have, you should definitely take some time to appreciate and be thankful for. Honestly, even as I was driving yesterday, I was just thinking about how much I miss a sauna. Just yeah, being able the to sauna's killing me too. Like <laughs> I miss it. I'm in a condo right now and I have access to a sauna so close and I can't use it. And it hurts on the inside. And when I went on vacation, there was a sauna there. And I, I went in literally probably for 20 or 30 minutes a day. And I was just, I'm like, oh, I miss a sauna so much. I really got into saunaing and it's, it's, I miss it. Yeah. There's just those things that we used to like always do. And even like when a, when a friend would say, hey, you want to, you want to just grab a bite to eat? Like, you know, uh, there was a lot of things I used to just be like, eh, you know, kind of just overlook or just, you know, once again, take for granted. But now, like, as soon as this is all over, I'm just like, there's never, I, I'm not going to take anything for granted. I'm just really missing those like small things. And, you know, just, it's a good reminder. I think a lot of people will be in that situation this past year where they like, you, you appreciate things a lot more afterwards, like the smaller things, especially. And number, uh, what number are we on? So number six is just, I, I firmly believe you can do whatever you put your mind to. And once again, just, this was a good reminder this past year of 
setting some unrealistic goals and just, you know, I just, once again, always going back to the mind, you know, this is the mindset and growth topic. I'm just, once again, a firm believer when you set a goal, Josh and myself have even hit some crazy goals and just, we constantly continue to do that because we, we get our mind right. We get our mind focused. And every time you say, Oh, I can't do it. Or, you know, it's not going to happen. Or you start thinking of the negative, you know, your subconscious mind starts to believe it. And it's, it becomes more real and real every time I, you know, read a book about it. And every time I start thinking about it. So once again, whatever you put your mind, to I, I am a firm believer whether you want to you know become 8% body fat or lose 100 pounds this next year I, I truly believe it and we're also fans of setting um, you know unrealistic but uh, attainable goals you know if whether you need to hit 100 pounds if you say oh I'm going to hit 10 um, just set that goal a little bit out of reach that's going to motivate you uh, and push you and, and, and wake you up in the morning um, it's just yeah I, I keep learning more and more and that's something we learned this year yeah you got to dream big you know don't put yep. yourself in a box um, you know, once again, don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. It's amazing. Uh, you know, me and Kyle always constantly reflect of where we've come today from what our initial ambitions were. And, you know, I think one of our major keys to success all throughout this is we, we'd set new goals. We'd adjust powerlifting, bodybuilding, physique, um, you know, online coaching, a podcast, YouTube. And we'd set some really big, ambitious, scary goals. And, you know, a lot of them we achieved, a lot of them we didn't. But we always pushed ourselves forward, you know, pushed the needle a bit more, learned, grew, and developed throughout that process. And that's just such a big key. Um, and that's a good one for number seven is there's always going to be nonsense. This is very much Kyle's because yeah. <laughs> there's always something. Um, we've learned more and more it's hard to escape nonsense. You can have the best day. Everything could be going incredible. You know, something great can happen. You get in your car and someone can cut you off bad, give you the finger and honk at you, and you could, like, want to kill them. It can ruin your day. But there's always going to be something, you know. You can't expect eternal bliss. There's going to be that little headache, that little pain, that little tweak. Um, the more you can kind of learn to say, eh, it happens, you know, and that brings us back to being adaptable the better you'll be because of it. You know, something will happen. Even Kyle, he broke his computer screen lately and it's such a headache, but I'll, I'll let you take over this There's one. just always going to be something. I used to set a goal like and try to be um, perfect with everything and uh, I just realized there's always going to be something. And I think when you learn to accept it, it becomes just um, a lot easier to deal with. And, you know, we always talk about this, even reminds me of the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Um, you know, he, he was just talking basically about how we're always trying to run away from problems get rid of problems and just we always but there's always going to be problems just some of them are going to be worth dealing with more and I learn it more and more as I tried to, to I tried to get away from it and then I'm like oh, it's just the way I am like I can try to be a lot more careful and I do but you know, it's just, there's always gonna be something. And, uh, you know, even when it comes to working out, like you, you know, let's say you're out of shape, you're, um, you know, 50 pounds overweight and you're feeling just unhappy about yourself and unconfident and you have a lot of problems there and you try to, you know, get into lifting, working out, moving more, sweating more, doing all this stuff. You buy gym memberships, you buy healthy foods, you do all this stuff. You think every problem is going to go away, but there's still going to be a lot of problems. They're just going to be worth dealing with more. You know, you're going to have to get up early. You're going to have to spend maybe a bit more money, but you're going to feel better. And right. So just knowing that there's always going to be something, um, I've kind of learned to accept it and uh, it kind of puts me more at ease when something happens and I don't stress out anymore. Cause I'm like, eh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just another problem and, uh, you just got to deal with it the way you got to deal with it. So that brings us into, um, number eight. And I guess once again, this is a really good one. Um, how you react to something is everything. And, you know, I just going back, this kind of ties into number seven. There's always going to be nonsense. It's just, uh, even with the computer screen, like it, it's ended up being like $1,100 to fix. Like I have a pretty nice uh, laptop and stuff, but, um, 
I've looked at everything and every time something happens, I'm just like, okay, it's another lesson learned. I learned three lessons. I don't need to tell you about all of them, but I wrote them down. I'm like, okay, this, these are the three things I learned from this mistake and let's move on. You know, let's carry on. Let's not dwell on it. And especially this past year with how many things happened between, you know, you obviously all know what happened this entire year, just with everything online we can react to things one of two ways. We can stress about it. We can post about it. We can, you know, talk to everybody about it, or we can go about focusing on ourselves and focusing on the stuff that we can control. And, you know, I don't care what anyone says. Like, I'm just such a firm believer in focusing on the stuff you can control and just, um, you know, there's, there's one of two ways. Like you can just freak out about something, which some people do. And, uh, you know, I get it's hard to do, or you can just, uh, you know, change your mindset and uh, slowly work into being able to react to things in a more positive way. Yeah, I think you nailed that one there. That was incredibly well said. And, you know, really take time to think about all these and, you know, take the ones that are most applicable to you and hopefully you can get something from them. But we would really love to hear maybe your one biggest takeaway from this year. And once again, DM us on Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And then that brings us into number nine, which is unplugging is important. You know, it is important to be away. Like I, I notice a recurring theme here from the stimulus, from the constant need to need or to want, you know, and to just take some time to be be in the moment, be present. And a great way to do that is by limiting screen time. There's some really good apps for doing that, perhaps leaving your phone at home, just taking some time to be away from everything. Because it's really easy to want to reach out, check text, go on Instagram, do whatever it may be. But it's just such a powerful thing when you can to unplug, to get away, to spend some time just doing something intentionally, you know, reading a book, walking, snowboarding. It's just a great opportunity. And one easy way you can do it if you're like, I need my phone for work or for my kids, it's unrealistic. A great way to do it is Set 20 minutes, go on a walk, don't bring the phone. I doubt there'll be any fires that you can't get back to within 20 minutes and just be yourself, you know, force yourself to be away from that phone and just think. And you'll see it's pretty present, you know, a pretty enjoyable experience. It's kind of weird just being in your own mind with no distractions. And, you know, it's a good opportunity to do that. Yeah. And even the more I learn, you know, just about helping people with their fitness goals. I know we've talked about it, you know, quite a bit. It's just, it's just so important, you know, when the stress is elevated, the cortisol is elevated and just, you know, you end up just so many things go wrong when you're just very stressed and unplugging is a great way to release that stress and at least manage it. So, you know, try different ways. Everyone's going to be different, whether it's, you you know, don't check your phone after 7 PM, take Sunday off fully, um, do a workout with airplane mode. Like everyone is at different levels of what they're comfortable with. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt and try it out and see how you feel and I, I just I learned it more this year I think I used to be a I still am you know a, a phone addict and you know uh, obviously guilty of being an Instagram addict and all that good stuff but I've, I've definitely done a good job and I've, I've learned how great it feels when you take a break from that stuff and uh, last but not least number 10 make a list of what's holding you back and I did that this year I actually did it Um, probably about five or six years when I was like, when I had a lot of nonsense going on, I made a list and I still have it on my computer of just everything that is like holding you back. And it could be something that, um, is, you know, maybe you don't have a workout routine that alone could honestly be holding you back in so many different ways. Maybe you don't meal prep and, um, you know, even past fitness related, there's probably a lot of things, um, such as, you know, maybe hitting the snooze button, like whatever it is, write a list of what's holding you back and then also find a solution. So I think, you know, setting a list of 10 things that you could improve and then each week just trying to work on one is a great takeaway. And that's something I firmly believe in. And every time I do this, I end up just making crazy changes and I feel really good. Um, but 
past that, even I was talking to all of our coaching clients um, and I made a post about this and even on our Instagram story, you know, make sure to check out our Instagram. And I really encourage you to take time. Um, obviously, today is the 31st. Whenever you listen to this, just reflect on this past year, right? A bunch of things that happened that went well, maybe things that even didn't go well. Just really brainstorm because even for myself, I'm like, wow, this wasn't the greatest year at all. And then here we go. There's a million things that were learned, a million amazing things happened. And I'm sure if you you spend time thinking about it, you'll be able to find a lot of, you know, even if it's small things, it, it's worth writing down. Yeah, it has been such a great year uh, with everyone here. Thank you so much for tuning in and for all the support. One of the best ways you can support us is by sharing this episode to your Instagram or your Facebook or just telling a friend, you know, check out the Fit Healthy Happy podcast. I enjoy it. It means a lot. Um, you know, it really does help us grow. Make sure to keep tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Lots of great content to be had there. And if you want to help yourself, this is still your opportunity to get started with the New Year's sale. Just shoot us a DM on Instagram at and just say New Year's sale. We'll know what you're talking about and we can get you started. But I'm wishing everyone a fantastic end to their 2020. Stay safe and I will see you in 2021. Cheers!